as I, as I heard them yelling out my heart and singing it, I was like, they're louder than the adults. And what a, what a thing that is. What a, what a great thing that is their hearts is because they have no shield. They have no, like, like what, what people think of me, how that in their heart is like, it's all yours. I'm going to praise you. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we, we need to have that. And today we're talking about soil, seed. And as you can tell, and some of you are uh, better farmers than I, but uh, I'm going to let that part be yours. And I'm just going to try to say what the Bible says uh, about it and what Jesus says about it. Uh, there's been something going around. A lot of times, uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been getting calls and saying, hey, not to bother you, but like this. I get a lot of calls like that. Uh, here, I'm, I'm laying this out right now. You're not bothering me. All right? You're allowed to call me. All right? Uh, so I'm also allowed to say, hey, I, I can't do it, you know, like, because I'm an adult. I can tell you if I can or not. But my heart is to be with you. My heart is to be, live life together. I love that you're looking out for me. I love that. I love that you do that. But I wanted to get that out on the table uh, as well. Um, before I start, my, my daughter was up most of the night with an ear infection. And, so, and, and that was nasty. And a lot of crying and tears this morning. And then she noticed that I was changed. She's like, where are you going? And now this can be sometimes a delicate situation. Because sometimes where you're going and she wants you not to leave, you're like, well, I have to go to church. And then the real tears came. <laughs> she wanted to go to church but couldn't. And, uh, and uh, the reason I tell you that story is I was like blown away by her heart wanting to be here even in immense pain. And so I'm very thankful that you're here today. I'm thankful that we get to dig in and hopefully we'll be able to talk about the soul, the heart, and that today. Uh, we're going to be Luke 8, 4 through 15, as most of you have known. And uh, if you're going along the reading plan, most of you have already read the story. Most of you have heard this story multiple times, um, but I think it's great to dig in. Uh, there's also different versions in the Gospels. Uh, you can write these in your notes. It's Matthew 4, 1 through 20, and Matthew 13, 1 through 23. Uh, they're the other versions. But I also know in Sunday school, if you were uh, able to go that, you guys got to talk about Isaiah and dig a little bit into that. We're not going to be digging that up here because you guys learned it all downstairs. You know everything uh, down there. But I, I do love how it talked about, so the holy seed will be the stump of the land. And so you guys got to talk about that and how it looks through the door of, from Isaiah to Jesus. And hopefully uh, that was a, a great thing for you. So there's some reading. So Isaiah 6, 8 through 13. But there's some reading for you guys as well if you want to continue to dig into that. We're going to jump right in. Uh, this is the parable of the sower. And it's really what I like is uh, some people have called it the seed among the soils or the response to the word. And we're going to start with the first one. Well, it starts with the hard path soil, as I like to put it. That's point number one, the hard path soil. That's from verse 5. It says, A farmer went out to sow 
his seed. And as he was scattering the seed, some fell among the path. It was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. So the first thing up is the hard, the, uh, the hard path soil. And what that means is some will never consider the message. Some just never will, will take a real look at it. Okay? The ground is hard. It's, it's, it's just dirt. It's like concrete. So it's the, the path. Um, do you have the picture up there? There, uh, no, not up there. Uh, there was a picture of it. It's, have you ever been in a trail, the pathway of going through, and then you can just tell people have walked along it? Okay. The reason, real reason I wanted to do this is because I have a laser pointer. And in high school, people would get in trouble for this. But here, I can do what I want with a laser pointer. So hopefully, oh, now it's the battery died. No, there it is. Okay. Doesn't really, uh, see, it doesn't even really work. It, it made a smiley face before. But as you can tell, uh, you see the trail there? Didn't even work cool. I know. Like, look at that. The trail right there, as you see it, there, there's, no, there's no room for growth. There's no room. The, the path has been trampled on. It's down. And so if the seed are on it, the birds can come quickly and grab it. They don't have to hunt for it. They don't have to do anything. It is right there. And a couple examples of this, and, and I wanted to take a look as I was, uh, I was processing uh, some of who are those that just are totally against it. And I looked at some famous people's last words, some famous people that were totally against God. One is Anton LaVey. He is the, uh, the Satanistic Bible author. And he was the high priest of the, the Satanistic worship religion. And this is his dying words. Oh my, oh my, what have I done? There is something very wrong. Another, David Hume, an atheist philosopher famous for his religious skepticism. He cried out loud in his deathbed, I am in flames. It is said that his de description uh, was a horrible scene. You can listen to all these conversations. You could be part of these conversations, but the, the gospel is just no part of it. In this soil, when we're taking a look at these four soils that we'll go over, this hard path soil, there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's no depth whatsoever. Let's go to the next soil. I call it the thin, rocky soil. It's the thin, rocky soil. Now, if I, my laser was cool enough, and I had time, I would show you, you can see just a little bit, there's a, a little bit of weeds, a little bit of like grass maybe forming, but it's very, very thin. Very, very thin. I, I call this uh, the very superficial, very superficial uh, kind of soil. There's a story, true story. His name was Brandon. He's 37 years old, going on on a date took a lady to Guardian of the Galaxy 2, okay? Went to a movie. The whole, because this is their first date. They're going to be in a relationship. The first date. So they're in the movie theater, and she's on her cell phone. On her cell phone. And, you know, then, like, if you're a dude, you've always been at that awkward, like, what are you, 
you know, like, can you, why are you on your cell phone? It's a movie. It literally says in the credits, like, don't do that. Like, what's going on? And so he asked, like, hey, can, you know, you turn it off? Or she's like, oh, I'll deal with it later. She goes out the back, never comes back. He sued her for $17.31 because, let me, I want to get this quote correct, it was a threat to civilized society. There was a chance of a relationship, but not really, right? Once they were out on it, you've ever been in that relationship, it's like, hey, I'm sitting here, and if she's on her cell phone, it's not looking good, buddy. You know, it's superficial. It's like, hey, like I'm here, but not really here. It's sort of the thin, rocky ground. Like, I'm here, but there's no depth. There's nothing there. It's just like, hey, I'm here. I got, I got to go to a movie, a ticket, and then that, that's the way it is. You know, like, and so there's no, there's nothing really there. The grass, it, it withers away right away, especially in times of trouble. In times of trouble, all of a sudden, and that, the sun burns it up. Because there's no depth, there's no moisture for it to sustain. And that's why she left, and that's why he sued for $17.31 in the process. And uh, it's it's the whole process of the thin, rocky soil. Let's go to the next one, which is the weeds and thorn soil. And then verse 7, it says, Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. You know, this one, I think, is a very uh, popular one with society today. Some will hear the word. They'll know the word, but then they get distracted by the pleasures of this world. By what's going on in this world, the riches of this world, the cares of this world. All of a sudden, we now have a soil that has other things, weeds and thorns within it. Okay, they, they like the idea of Jesus. They like the process of, oh, Jesus, and this is what he gives me, but I want to marry it with other stuff. I want to, uh, to partake in a different, di- different way. It's a distraction. The key word that I use, it's a, there are distractions in this soil. There are distractions that take the nutrients of the soil. There's a story of a farmer and a dog. You know, I know my audience. Now everyone is good at a farm. So there's a story about this farmer and a dog, and they were out in the field doing work. Well, one of his buddies came over and needed some help from the farmer. But So he asked his wife, hey, can you call the farmer in? I have a project for him. So she goes out and rings the bell to let him know he needs to come back. So the farmer, you know, comes back in about five to ten minutes. Now, him and his dog are there. The farmer looks fresh and just like he had a nice walk. But that dog was huffing and puffing, looking like he would, like, couldn't barely make it. The buddy turns to the farmer and goes, why are you so good, like, looking healthy? And what's up with the dog? Dog looks like he can't even like stand, he's so tired. Farmer turns to his buddy and goes, For the last, I don't know, 10 years, we've taken the same trail back all the time. It's the same trail back home. And I take my same pace and I keep walking. But you know what? 
as that dog and me start walking, that dog will see some geese in the pond, and he'll start chasing the geese. Then he'll come back. Then all of a sudden, he sees the neighbor's dogs. So he wants to tussle with the neighbor's dogs. So he'll go over there, and he'll start tussling with the neighbor's dogs. Then he sees a pile of mud, and he wants to go over there. And by the time he gets back, he's used up all of his energy because he got distracted. Now, in this story, I think it has a good ending. The dog comes back. The question you have to ask yourself, are you the farmer? Are you the dog? Are you on the path, or do you get distracted? Because the positive, like I said, is the dog came back. I think too many times we get distracted and never come home. We get distracted by the cares of the world. We get distracted by the running. We get distracted by, hey, these are my buddies. These are the other dogs, and I'm going to go hang out with them, and I'm going to do that. And we say, oh, yeah, we'll come back. But all of a sudden, it pulls us away from what the path we're supposed to be on. It's a distraction. It is a distraction. That is what happens when the weeds and thorns. I don't know what that distraction is for you or whatever, but we can, when we allow those in our lives... They take the nutrients from the soil. They take the nutrients from what we are supposed to be. That is the trouble. I think the dog gets lost by the pleasures of the world. We have to be aware that we don't get caught by the pleasures of the world. And, the, and as I'm going through these soils, I'm, I'm now going to ask you, where are you at? What's your process in these soils? Where are you? Most of you would not consider yourself probably hard, but are you thin? Or do you, are you in the weeds and thorn soil? Or are you in our final soil, the good soil? It says this in verse 8, Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. But those, there are those that have good hearts, that are persistent, that are patient, responds to God's promise. They bring forth fruit and overcome these obstacles. You know what is crazy? And I was thinking about this right now. Seed is falling on your heart. Because what is seed? Seed is the word of God. And whenever the word of God is spread out, whenever it's told, whenever it falls on your heart, right now it's falling on your heart, you put it somewhere or you do something with it. And it falls in one of these four categories of your heart, of your mind. And it says in verse 15, which we'll get to in a second, but if you want to skip there, it says, but the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering produce crops. They produce these crops by it. So where are you at with this process of the soils? Are you processing good soil? And the, and the reason why I challenge you on this is uh, the fact that if your soil is crowded, if it's in the weeds, if it's in that area, are you letting God pull the weeds out? I think a lot of times we like to do things on our own. We like to process things. Oh, I can handle this. I got this. 
But when God in scripture and corrects you, when he challenges you, do you let him pull those weeds out? The main, the main problem, I think, a lot of times is we don't let God and the weed actually do what we're supposed to do. And so we have to be focused at where we are. So a lot of today, right now, is where are you at in that? What soil are you? If you don't know, our hearts aren't clean without Jesus. Too many people in the world today want to change their hearts. They want to change, like, hey, I can be this, I can be that. The, our hearts and soil cannot be changed unless it's through Jesus Christ. And when Jesus changes it, then we can become good soil. Now, the good soil, what I want you guys to start processing is the good soil, his job is to produce what? Fruit. It's supposed to produce fruit. And what's fruit produce? More fruit and seeds. Because I think what has happened is when you produce, when you're good soil, then what we're called to do is we're supposed to spread the seeds out. Now, here's the main thing. I think we're supposed to spread it out to all the soils. It's not our responsibility to decide who hears the word of God, who accepts the word of God, how that happens. But we're supposed to be spreading the seed of God out through all. I think too many times us as Christians, we like to pick and choose who gets to hear the word of God and who gets the word of God. We can't. That's not what we're called to do. We are called to spread the word all to all that hear. We can't be in charge if they hear the word or not. Now you guys, I know you know it, but are you good soil? Do you get distracted? And are there weeds in this like, hey, if I send this message, they're going to think of me differently. Are they going to do this? No, we're not supposed to live that way. It's not our responsibility. It's, it's actually a freedom for us. It's a gift for us that we just get to share what Jesus has done in our lives and what we're doing. But you can't spread seed if you aren't good soil. If you're distracted, if you're in the wrong soil, you can't do it. If you're worried about the Netflix show being released, you're not going to be worried about your neighbor. If you're worried about when the next bill comes in, and these are things that aren't like overtly sinful. They're not overtly, but if you're distracted by the cares of the world, then you're not focused on the good soil. You're not focused on what it is to produce fruit. And if you're thin and you're only thinking very superficially, then it will, can never grow and you can never grow up to it. But you know what is really interesting is we can't worry about our neighbor's response. We just get to share the good news. But I encourage you, the only way you can really do that is to be good soil. And it's not by, and I know this was talked about downstairs, it's not just by words, but it's by your actions and your life. Yeah, words matter, but also your actions, actions matter. You can say I love you to someone, but you never show up when they need you. Right? You go all right now, think of someone that has talked the great game. But when push comes to shove, they're not there. But I also believe you probably know someone right now that if you ask for them, they'd be there right there. And it's not hopefully by their actions, but by the love and their soil to produce fruit 
to show the love of Jesus Christ through you and to spread it. Now, there's something really interesting. Of the four, three are bad. Correct? It's not good numbers. I can do math. I can't get a laser to work, but I can do math. That's 75%. Look at me. 75%. But you know what's really interesting? Because Mark talks about it, and even here, it says, Mark's account, it says, the good soil can produce 30 times, 60 times, 100 times. Here in Luke, it says 100 times. Have you ever seen seed fall on good soil and it produce? If you're a farmer and you've seen good crop, you're like, that's a good harvest. Have you ever seen that in someone's life? Like, look at what, and all it was was some seed and God just did some work. Isn't it beautiful to watch? Isn't it awesome to see that like the lives that they're impacting? I told you a long time ago, I had a story about uh, a person that I, I showed up to school every day when I used to work at Cherubusco. And the, the group of kids never, never wanted to talk to me unless we were playing basketball. And then they'd be like, okay, we're cool. We can play basketball. But the whole Jesus God thing, no. And then all of a sudden, I get a call one night and say, can I stop by? Like, that's a big step from, like, it's like, he comes by, and, he open, and I open up the door, and he just goes, I, wanted, I want you to know, now I know why you were there every day. Because he found Christ. Found Christ, not through me. Found Christ at a local church with his buddy. But that thin soil became good soil because he found Jesus. And then all of a sudden, he was doing mission work. He was doing this. It was nothing. I didn't. I just showed up. That's what we're called to do. We're called to be good soil. We're called to be that. And so I'm asking right now, if you have distractions, you have weeds in your life, take them out. Talk to your husband. Talk to your wife. Talk to it. Get those out. Become good soil. Pour, pour that in and then be the person that pours the seed on any soil, no matter if someone you don't think deserves it or not, because they need the good news. It's not for us to hold on to. It's not for that. So I want you right now to reflect on what it, where you're at in that. What soil are you on the four? What soil are you? And then let God fix that. The goal is to be the good soil, producing the fruit. And if you're producing fruit, continue to till it, continue to take care of it. Because one of the most scary thing is, and I'll end with this is, I think sometimes God can just come in and tear up whatever world it is anyway. He can, he'll go through because he cares that much about you. He will mess up your soil just for you to see him. So why don't you work on your soil with them and do it to be good soil. Let's, let's pray, and then we're going to sing together. And I want you, as we pray, to just comprehend where you're at. 
what, what are the cares of the world that you've let dictate your life too far, too long? You've heard this story a million times, but then why do those weeds keep popping up? Because we got to live it out. Let's pray. Larry, Father, I just pray that wherever we're at right now, that, that we're good soil. And I'm sorry for the weeds in my own life have to to pull out but may I not pick and choose who gets to hear the gospel may I give it to you may I may I have a heart that follows your heart not mine and in a room like this everyone could be at different spots in their life And I pray that they do a real assessment with you. May they let you dictate what their soil is. May they not tell you what their soil is. May they listen to you. And as we worship you the the rest of the time, and as Brad closes, may, may our hearts be turned to good soil. May we take those steps, not just in words, but in action and in truth. We love you, we praise you, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.